0: and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka.
1: And welcome to Million Dollar Mindset Radio here on Togi I so look forward to seeing you. Well, hearing you? No, I don't do any of that, do I? You hear me, you don't see me, whatever. I look forward to being here with you every week. How's that? Hey, this week we're going to talk about six things that extraordinarily successful people do. In my line of work, boy, I get to talk to some pretty amazing people, some names you would absolutely know and some you wouldn't. But I I like to sit down and think about the commonalities amongst these people who are so extraordinarily successful, people who are making millions and millions, even billions in their business. And, uh, you know, what's what's their secret code? What are they made up of? So I did that and i've got six things here for you today and you know the good news is they are all things that are absolutely accessible to you okay they are not things that that you cannot get due to lack of funding <laughs> so that's what i love about these these things that extraordinarily successful people do you know entrepreneurs like yourself and And people like yourself, even if you're not an entrepreneur, you have great ideas and you're really, really passionate about them. I know that because I've coached and worked with entrepreneurs around the world for 13 years now. I'm going into my 14th year pretty soon. And there are successful entrepreneurs, which is great. And there are extraordinarily successful entrepreneurs, people who are actually extraordinary people. And a successful entrepreneur can be defined and measured by, you know, a number of different standards money, who they know, how well their product or service is seen, their branding, things like that. But an extraordinary entrepreneur possesses qualities and strengths that make them really stand out from the crowd and and really and truly are responsible for their success, greatly responsible for their success. These people build on their life lessons, okay, so as they go through hardships and they have wins and learn. Learnings and experiences, they build on those life lessons rather than resent and resist the more difficult life lessons or ignoring the wins. That's also something people tend to do is ignore the wins, ignore the great things, not take credit for them. And the extraordinarily successful entrepreneur demonstrates a keen wisdom, often beyond their years. And I see that a lot in our, our startup uh, entrepreneurs today Who are in their 20s and 30s And even many in their teens And uh, the wisdom just go- Goes beyond beyond their years Extraordinary Entrepreneurs Who I'm talking about They may be shrewd In the boardroom They may know how to make a business decision Or a business deal, boy And uh, they are all business But they also know when to follow their hearts. And for that, they are rewarded in many ways, including wealth, including that money that follows that keen wisdom and observation and intuitive sense. Yet, they remain accessible they remain grateful, they have a mindfulness practice, and they know what their vision is very, very clearly. They know what their vision is. That doesn't mean that they're not willing to pivot when it's time to do that, when something in the environment changes or even something within them changes, but they know the vision as it is today, and they're very clear about that, and they practice they they work with that vision, they, they visualize, they build on it, they daydream about it, they talk about it, they let their passion really show around that vision. Now, I put together six of the qualities that I see most in the extraordinarily successful entrepreneurs that I work with and I get to speak with often. So I'm wondering how many of these qualities you possess and be honest with yourself. And like I said, the really, really cool thing about this is these are all exceptional to you. They're all things that you can do. And my wish for you today is that if you hear some of these uh, characteristics and qualities and, and abilities, and you don't feel like you can quite tap into that within yourself, to know that it's something that will help you to achieve your dreams and to reach out for help would be such an amazing result of having listened to this show today. And and that's what I want for you. That's what I really dream about for you when you're listening to Million Dollar Mindset Radio here. So, number one, these extraordinary people can face their fears, okay? They don't put the fears, you know, kind of cover them under the, the dust, whatever. They really look at them. Entrepreneurs who are living their dream have learned not only the strategic maneuvers that take their businesses to six and even seven figures, but also have honed the character strengths associated with leadership and success. So, one of those strengths... Is the ability to identify and work through internal barriers, and one of those big, big barriers is fear in fact, it's my belief that most of our in- internal barriers, our belief systems, our perspective that may be a little bit uh, warped in the face of reality, um, most of them are are around fear. And uh, and so these entrepreneurs can, can honestly see that and do something about it. They know that it's not a lack of funding or, or a change in the market or dumb customers who don't even know what they want or any other external circumstances that is their problem that's preventing their growth or whatever they're being held back from. They know that the only true limits are one's own limited beliefs and the fears associated with them. So the extraordinary entrepreneur is able to set aside ego. You know, a lot of people are not willing to admit, yeah, you know what? This is inside of me. Ouch. They're not because it hurts and it bruises the ego. Nobody wants to feel, well, I guess I should say that oftentimes people mistakenly feel small. When they let their, their fears and their flaws, if you will, be transparent, when they're transparent around them. The successful, extraordinarily successful person explores his fears and successfully, successfully, there you go, either releases them, lets them go, works through them, um, moves forward through them, in spite of them, um, but they address the fear. And sometimes, sometimes for some people, they choose not to necessarily resolve the fear by working through it, but by kind of plowing through it and proving that fear wrong. And if that's the right process for you, then that's that's fine. That's great. There's no right or wrong here. Some people like to sit down and say, OK, what's going on inside of me? And I need to take a look at this. So here's a little bonus tip. If you're stuck The reason probably, most likely, I can say almost positively, lies within you. It's not the external circumstances that are keeping you stuck. It's not not enough money or people don't support me or I'm alone. It's none of that. I don't have enough time. No. So find a coach. Talk to peers Uh, Be careful about that. You know, you want to be careful about who you talk to. Not that there's any shame here, but you don't want to speak with people who may in turn someday turn around and exploit your weaknesses. Find a mentor, someone to help you identify the sticking point of your stuckness and help you work through it. Now, for me of course I am a coach <laughs> and so maybe I'm a little biased but I think a coach or even a therapist but I, you know I kind of like someone who's really adept at the the business knowledge and strategies uh, which would be a business coach who also place to the emotional side to the mindset side of developing a business and I do that so you are more than welcome to reach out to me but my point my main point being that a coach is a very safe place to do this because their integrity binds them to you know privacy and uh and so you can feel very at ease speaking to your coach boy I I work with people who you know, you would think are the most confident, strongest, fearless people, and they're working with me on their deepest, darkest fears, and it doesn't make them any less. It makes them more, in my eyes. It makes them stronger. It makes them more likely to succeed. I admire and respect those people. So a great coach is a, is a good place to, to go into this. So if you're stuck, and even if you don't know that it's fear or fear, or an internal barrier of some sort, you can easily find out by working with a coach. So, you know, don't um, don't blame. If here's here's the thing, here's a true sign. Uh, I have had clients who will cite changes in their industry as the reason for their their failure or a downward trend in their business. Okay. And I have had clients who have come to me, feeling fearful, of course, uh, what comes to me. Okay, uh, the one that really comes to me is when the uh, real estate market just bottomed out. Okay, I had a client who is a um, real estate attorney and specialized in closings, doing closings. Well, let me tell you, there were no closings during those years, right? Very few. Most of them, indeed, were short sales, And so what we did is, you know, I said to her, okay, how can we hop on this trend? What can we do? And the light bulb went off. And she said, well, why don't I become a short sale expert, a short sale attorney? Now, she didn't buy into it that readily and that easily. There was absolutely some resistance. But boy, once she did get on that, that, uh, that, that direction, she was all in. So when we come back, I'm going to tell you the results of that, of her being all in, because it's is a pretty amazing story. And so if you are looking at things outside of you, like downward turns in in the industry, that's a good sign that there's something going on inside of you. So find me at Marla at marlatabaca.com And let's talk about it. We're going into a break. I'll be right back in just a few minutes. And I'll tell you the rest of that uh, pretty cool story.
0: Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these.
1: Shh, listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business. On Philippa Rowlands Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives. Every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network.
2: Reaching out from the heartland of the United States with quality programming, this is TogiNet Radio.
3: Welcome to Podcasting by Professionals. My name is Keith with Radio Links Broadcast Marketing. And I am here today to introduce you to five top industry pros who will teach you everything you need to know to start your own professional podcast. At the end of the course, we think you'll be well on your way to becoming an expert host of your own show. By the way, please do visit our website. It is podcastingbyprofessionals.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset.
1: And don't you forget to head on over to ink.com, Ink Magazine Online, and, and check out my articles there. You know, I interviewed a couple really fascinating, uh, men last week for the article, and, uh, they, the both of their companies are, they're, they're separate companies, but both of their companies have made it to the Ink 500 list, the, uh, top fastest growing companies. And, uh, it is a very, very, very prestigious list to be on, uh, the Ink 5000, but these guys made it to the 500, the top 500 of the 5,000, which is pretty amazing. And so I spoke with them about what it took for them to grow their startups uh, to a company that that is is so rapid in its growth. And so I hope you'll go over there and check that out. How to how to turn your your small your dream into an Inc. 5,000 uh, company. So it was really fun doing it. I hope you'll check that out. Inc slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka that's T-A-B-A-K-A all right so going into break we were talking about facing fears and and one of the pointers I gave you is if you if you find yourself um, citing external factors like a change in the industry um for your for the fact that you're not where you want to be put it that way then that's a sure sign that there's probably some fear inside of you that we could easily address well i should take out that word easily for some it's quite easy for some it's not um and and so let's talk. And you know, I told you the story about my client, the real estate attorney, who when the, the real estate market just crashed, bam, she was very successful. She was she was successful, let me say that. She was successful, but she was she was a workhorse. She was exhausted, right? So through coaching, it took us two or three sessions to decide and to really, really start getting her out there and position her as an expert in short. Sales, an attorney who's an expert in short sales, and you know we did some PR. We got her on local radio and things like that. She started blogging. We did her website, and bam! So today she has grown into a true business with um, an investment in in a brokerage firm and uh, with employees and other attorneys who are working for her. And it was because. She didn't let those internal fears stop her. It was because she came to coaching with those fears and and said, "Wait a minute, you know what this This could be a good thing for me and so she went with the the trending time and made it uh made it come to her made it be a part of her success rather than you know a part of her failure story which didn't ever happen so and yet I've got other clients who may have seen trends in in let's say retail change and they just keep blaming those changes which have been taking Uh, place over 10 years now and and people keep blaming things like those changes for the fact that their business isn't doing well just not a good direction to go so sort of continuing on that trend the second thing about extraordinary entrepreneurs is that they don't do it all alone okay and if you are a solopreneur or a solo practitioner so a solo practitioner might look like a massage therapist or a coach or um you know someone who practices a the uh, acupuncturist uh, without employees. So solo practitioners don't have employees, nor do solopreneurs. However, they they do the successful ones do outsource things. So if if you're that, please don't feel that it means you have to do it alone. You know, and so you got to start delegating. And uh, you know, honestly. Will you admit to being a control freak about your business? (laughs) Because I have to tell you, most people are. Well, of course they are. But you got to learn to let that go. You have thoughts like, no one else can do it like I can do it. Nobody understands what I want. I don't want to burden my employees. I have people who actually have employees, uh, clients who actually have employees, and say, oh, they already do so much. They're already so amazing. I can't ask them to do this, too. Well, this is called job security, folks. Um, or they may say, well, it has to be done this way, and nobody knows how to do that. Let me tell you, even from my own personal experience, sometimes someone else's way is superior to your own way. So you have to let that go. And um, I'm sure you've heard it before that successful people surround themselves with smart and resourceful people, Great employees, advisors, mentors, coaches, they're all critical to success. Extraordinarily successful entrepreneurs listen as others express their opinions and their advice, and they're able to trust other reliable people to carry out parts of their mission. So it's really important that you have that listening ability and and that you're not preoccupied in thought as someone is expressing a, a thought to you or an idea or even an emotion to you because it's in those little conversation that those little nuggets are found. So the bonus tip on this one is, is you know, if you're doing it all yourself, begin small. Just outsource to a virtual assistant or if you need somebody to come in and do filing physically in your office, find a part-time administrative uh, helper. It could even be if it's some If it's really small stuff, it could be a college student or maybe even a high school student, depending on how basic. And uh, bookkeeping is another one. Outsource your bookkeeping. Surround yourself with supportive, brilliant people, and read up on the leaders whom you most admire. Follow those people. See how they do it. Listen to their stories. Learn from them. Okay, because they're extraordinarily successful people. And so you want to model yourself after much of what they do. Now, the third one is extraordinary entrepreneurs are willing to change directions for the greater good. And we talked a little bit about that with my one real estate attorney's um, story. But here's further thought on that. An entrepreneur is at the helm of her company and understands the need to change course from time to time. Determination is an admirable quality, but stubbornness, not so much, (laughs) okay? So these extraordinarily successful people know that ideas um, change shape. And they don't get married to the end result because it may not be exactly as they'd originally intended. Sometimes an entrepreneur's knowledge and experience simply doesn't match that of an advisor or even a senior level employee. And, um, you know, so it's important again to listen to others and to let go of that outcome and to set your ego aside and embrace input. From someone whose expertise exceeds your own. Believe me, even though it's your business, there are a lot of people whose expertise exceeds your own. Okay. So go with it. You know, shift directions for the greater good when after you've assessed the situation freely and open mindedly. And do that, you know one of the things the process in doing that is to listen to your customer. Your products and services must change with the demands and desires of the consumer. You may believe that the the um, product that you 're rolling out is perfect just the way it is. But your consumer may have a different idea. So be flexible. Be open-minded about change. You know, I saw a post on Facebook today by this, this woman that I'd met at a conference um, in the fall. And uh, Sherry is just this amazing, successful uh, uh, solopreneur. And uh, she's rebranding. And talk about being flexible and open-minded about change. You know, she has an idea of her brand, and it's worked for her, but times are a-changing, right? And so she put out there that, you know, her coach has encouraged her to reach out to her Facebook friends and get an idea of what we all see in her as, as positive attributes and qualities, and so that was a very courageous thing for her to do because sometimes you're going to get feedback that doesn't feel good or that's very different than how you see yourself or your business. But she's doing it and she admitted the fear and she's doing it and, uh, and getting some pretty cool feedback. So listen to, to the people who surround you who count. Not everybody. Sometimes it's white noise. you got to be selective. Know that too. All right. Number four is that they aren't afraid to fail often and fail quickly. And I know that sounds kind of uh, counterproductive, counterintuitive to being a successful entrepreneur. But it's through our failures that uh, that we learn and you you might even reposition that word failure and think about okay i'm going to throw something out as a test i am going to split test i am going to you know do this in a different way just to see how it goes over okay that's part of of what people call failing And so there's a big difference between entrepreneurs who see failures as missed opportunities and those who see them as learning experiences. And that's who you want to be. You want to see the things that didn't turn out quite the way that you'd hope they would as learning opportunities. And, and if you're doing the same old, same old, you know what they say about that, right? Extraordinary entrepreneurs quickly let go of any guilt or blame associated with loss. So, hey, I know people who have lost tons of money, uh, myself included, and I could blame the, the people who, you know, I saw at one time I saw as responsible for that. But really, I have to assume that responsibility and say, I put myself in that vulnerable position. OK, so so that's who you want to be. You want it. You want it. I don't blame myself. I just take responsibility. I don't blame others and I don't have guilt. So extraordinarily successful people are strategic about the next move and have a recovery plan in place they also know how to mitigate risks so I did not have a recovery plan in place and I obviously did not mitigate my risk but now I do <laughs> so I've learned. Okay, so a bonus tip here is when you have an idea, explore its viability and just get on it. Launch, for instance, a limited version of your new product idea if it's around a product or a service and just see where it goes. Learn from the experience. Listen to the feedback. Get out there and ask people who are touching, feeling, experiencing it for their feedback and, again, let go of that ego and um learn how you can disrupt changes in the industry and when we come back from this break i'm going to tell you a little bit about a company who's doing just that they're disrupting changes that could have really worked against them uh, and has worked against many many of their competitors and you know this company you know who they are and maybe you've even experienced their service and so you'll know exactly what i'm talking about this is marla tabaka marlatabaka.com and we're coming back right after this break
3: Everybody,
0: everybody. This is the TogiNet
2: Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories? The people behind their masks? The truth about people's failures and redemptions in both their business and personal lives? Then, Off the Record Secrets of, with host Judy Schreiner, is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting. But very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years. And now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central.
1: And we are here today on Million Dollar Mindset Radio talking about the mindset of extraordinarily successful people and, and what they do in in the face of of change and um, failure and any other thing that can be seen as, as negative by many others. And so we talked about not doing it alone and we talked about Facing fears and extraordinary entrepreneurs are willing to change direction for the greater good. And then we moved into talking about failing often and failing quickly. And, you know, this applies to a couple of the, the, um, Other points as well, but one of the things with the rapid change in just about every industry that's going on right now, mostly due to technology, um, to buying trends, uh, to the fact that many consumers are going online to buy, things like that. People have to understand how to disrupt that change. So I want to give you an example of of a company that is is really good at doing this, and that is the Marriott Corporation, as in the hotel. And you know, some of their properties are owned uh, by by Marriott Corporate, and some are individual franchises. But it doesn't matter which they they have a mission statement, I guess you'd, you'd call it. And uh, Rich Tui is the head of the Marriott Rewards Program. And uh, he he cites the mission statement as being um, attention to detail, openness to innovation, creatively seeking guests, serving guests, I'm sorry. I'm sure they seek them too, obviously. Creatively serving guests and pride in knowing that guests can count on the company's unique blend of quality, consistency, personalized service, and recognition at any Marriott property anywhere in the world. Okay, that sounds like blah, blah, blah whatever. But you know what? Marriott really works up to that and lives up to that. And in a world where you have all sorts of um, online travel sites now where you can get cheap hotels, cheap Flights, you know, you can find a hostel to stay in. Whatever, there's there's steep, steep, steep um, competition that the Marriott didn't always face, and so you know they could have shriveled up and just kept their fingers crossed and hoped that things would just fall into their favor but they didn't. They disrupted that change. And one of the ways that they did that is by really, really, really stepping into this mission statement, and they created their Platinum Elite Guest Program. And so when you're a part of the Platinum Elite Guest Program, you really, really get to experience this. I mean, you do at any level, but you know they collect this 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 personal information from their their guest profiles, right? Or they have guests who register for the program fill out um, questionnaires. Okay, and at the information level, they know more about the customer than customer preferences. They capture the profile online of their customers. Um, And every time, let's say you're registered there and you're in 2915 at the JW Marriott and you call down to the clerk and you say, gosh, I, I really need more blankets, that is registered in your profile. This guy likes a lot of blankets in his room. Okay? So anytime you call the call center, you make a reservation on the phone or online, they capture your preferences. Anytime you have a problem, they capture those, you know, those issues and um um, so they they keep using this technology to develop the profile. Every check-in, every time you're at the desk, you'll notice they will ask you a couple of questions, uh, just, just in chit-chat. And that information is always there at that front desk long before you arrive. So, um, for instance... If someone is allergic to feather pillows, they will make sure. You'll walk up to the desk and they'll say, oh, Mr. Henry, welcome to the Marriott. Um, Yes, we've got you all all set here. And uh, not to worry, there are no feather pillows in the room. All linens have been washed. And you have those extra blankets standing by as well. And so a friend of mine is part of this program. He's in sales, so he travels a lot. and He always stays at a Marriott. And he and his wife went uh, to California for their their wedding anniversary recently. And when they checked in, they were congratulated and welcomed on their wedding anniversary. And they were told there was a special uh, bottle of champagne in their room for them. And that if there's anything else that they would like to, please make sure and let them know. And they had a sheet of the... Um, the nearby golf courses available because they know that Jack likes to golf and so does his wife. I don't know if they knew that, but uh, well, I would imagine because they've traveled before. So they knew all this stuff. So you see how they're disrupting technology rather than just folding and and giving to it, giving into it, caving to it, I should say. So, So that's how we have to stay on top of things and that's what extraordinarily successful thought leaders do. Okay, so I just thought that was a great example. Number five is extraordinary people are authentic and they stay true to their values. Now, values. If you listen to Marla Tabaka here on Million Dollar Mindset Radio very often, you know that values is just, is, is just one of my most... Um, heartfelt critical topics, because I truly believe that living by one's values is how one remains healthy and balanced and happy and successful and all of the things that we seek. Okay, our values guide us through our decisions. They also get us through difficult times. And extraordinary people understand that their most important values dictate their corporate culture the business that they're building, and they, those values assist them in developing their why. And you may have heard me say, call um, that the vision beyond the vision, as I've named it. So it helps them to develop their why. Our values drive our passion. They remind us of why we're committed to the process, why we're here in the first place, why we're doing what we're doing, why we live through all of the pain, and why we experience the joy. Extraordinary people are clear on their top values and develop a corporate culture that honors those values. Now, I will tell you that I have worked and am working with companies whose, whose um, founders really are pretty clear on their values. And they really are pretty clear on the corporate culture they want to develop. And they're doing everything uh, to the opposite. And they're struggling and they're hurting. And they're messing up so as they come into coaching uh, sometimes that's a tough hill to climb uh, for the client and the coach but we got to do it and they have to see how they're hurting themselves and their employees when they don't do this so here's your bonus tip on this one a question actually do you know your top ten values top ten do you even know your top three values if you don't then you do not have a roadmap for happiness and success. You don't. You just don't. You're, you're winging it every day. Um, depending on who you are... You may or may not have a concrete understanding of what really makes you tick of your spiritual path, your level of integrity, and what aspects of of those types of values are important to you. Knowing and living by your values will keep you moving forward, keep you happy and healthy and, and really alive. So I challenge you to consider the qualities and experiences that are most important for you. Identify your top values and live by those. When you're out of sync with your desires, revisit the values. So when you're not getting what you want out of life, you're not feeling what you want out of life, go back to those values and figure it out because they're the roadmap leading you to success and happiness. I'm going to give you an example uh, right out of my own life. So my top value is my spirituality, okay? Um, I do not consider myself a religious person. However, I'm an extremely spiritual person. And when I'm out of sync, when I'm not feeling good about myself, my business isn't going so well. I'm not um, getting clients into my practice, things like that. I go back and I explore my top three values and especially the spirituality. Am I doing the things every day that help me to live Uh, in the in the shoes of a person, the person I want to be. And that includes things like meditation and gratitude and saying um, uh, affirmations or prayers of thanks. And being in nature, being in nature grounds me in my spirituality for some reason. And so I can, I'll tell you 100% of the time, when I'm kind of out of out of sync, I am not doing all of those things. In fact, sometimes I'm not doing any of those things, which is horrible. So when I get back into, and it does take discipline, it takes discipline to meditate even every day, even, even if it feels so amazingly good. And even if I see the difference in myself, it's just like exercise. You know it's good for you, but it takes discipline to do. So what is your top value? It may look like something like integrity or creativity or love. And if it's love, think about is it being love, being loved or giving love? Because there's a big difference. Um, Understand your values. Go as far as defining them. Okay, put a definition to each one of your values. Because sometimes if you're not living in that value, In other words, let's say wealth is a top value for you, and there is nothing wrong with that, Um, but you're not wealthy or not moving toward wealth. It may be because your subconscious definition of wealth is not an attractive definition. I found that out for myself many years ago, and things really changed for me when I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's that's not wealth, that's arrogance, okay? And I redefined it on my terms. Not that of societies or someone else's or experiences that have told me something different, but my terms. So work on that and, and see how much that It just alone changes your life and your business and uh, takes you in a different direction. You will be amazed if you just really give your values the attention and and the love that they deserve because they are who you are and you deserve that. So when we come back, we're going to look at number six and talk a little bit more about confidence and finding the confidence to move forward in your success because that's a big piece of this. This is Marla Tabaka and I'll be right back with you.
0: Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka, and we'll be right back after these.
3: Welcome to Podcasting by Professionals. My name is Keith with Radio Links Broadcast Marketing, and I am here today to introduce you to five top industry pros who will teach you everything everything you need to know to start your own professional podcast at the end of the course We think you'll be well on your way to becoming an expert host of your own show. By the way, please do visit our website. It is podcastingbyprofessionals.com. Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mobby
2: to Mobile radio show, empowering women to build a successful business, invites you to join her on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. At the ripe age of five, she was already interpreting information in documents and instructions on forms for her immigrant parents. Now, through her experience. those of her guests, she provides you with valuable steps to empower you to reach financial independence. Martha A. Sanchez is a registered nurse with a Bachelor in Nursing and Masters of Business Administration. She's a business coach, speaker, author, and CEO of Moss International, LLC. Her diverse work experience brings you expertise in areas essential to customer service, social media, and budgeting. The Mommy to Mobile radio show furthers her personal mission of empowering women to help them build Successful businesses so they can reach financial independence. Join Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mogul radio show, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.
0: Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka.
1: And again, I gave a little reminder earlier. I'm going to do it again. I hope you'll visit me over at ink.com. Ink.com slash author slash Marla hyphen. Tabaka. Lots of great other mindset thoughts and tips for you there along with some solid business strategy and uh, interviews with some pretty amazing people. So please do visit me over there, drop in and and say hello in the comments section. I'd love to see you there. So number six, really extraordinarily successful people, extraordinary people, period, um, give generously of themselves. And we talk about not having time. we talk about being pulled in a hundred directions i 'll tell you what these folks they don't let that happen they're very, very focused about their giving, and to them it's a part of it's a part of uh i don 't want to say the job it 's just a part of life it 's a part of their gratitude story and uh you know, I was really surprised last year, I reached out to an author who I have admired. All of my adult life, and uh, I thought, you know, I'm going to just see if this guy will give me an interview for Ink, and 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 mostly selfishly, it was because I just wanted to talk to this guy. I just, oh, I just love this guy, so. People like these, I consider virtual mentors, I call them. So uh, if you have people you admire in leadership or any other realm of life, uh, spiritual leaders, whatever it is, read their books, their blogs, their podcast, listen to their podcasts, their internet radio shows. Um, I attend their live events whenever I can. And uh, so I emailed the assistant of this particular author, and uh, I didn't even expect a response. But I got a response about three days later setting up an appointment time, uh, with, with this guy. And uh, what I ended up with was a 90 minute phone call with one of my greatest virtual mentors and he not only shared his wisdom and answered my questions for my ink audience but you know he inquired about my life and my business he talked to me as the person and he listened to me in fact he acted as though no one else existed in the entire world during our time together. There was no feeling rushed. There was no preoccupation. He was not on the computer. He was he was nowhere but on the phone with me. Now, this man is a billionaire, okay? But he didn't have to do that, but he keeps on giving in many, many ways. So extraordinary people want to help others to become successful. They don't show envy. Rather, they demonstrate pride and admiration for others who achieve their dreams. So learn from teaching others, and that's how you can start being this person learn from teaching others, find opportunities to share what you know, without imposing your beliefs on others. That's one of the reasons that I do this podcast. You know, this is not a paying gig by any stretch of the imagination. But I like to give I like to teach others, I like to impart, you know, a few words of wisdom when I can, hopefully, and and give from the heart with no strings attached. So this act alone is is something that will breed success. Okay, so how can you give back? How can you help someone else reach their next level of success? Think about it. Who would be who would be someone you would want to help and just kind of put that out there into the universe? Now, finally, so those were the six points. But finally, I want you to know that even extraordinarily successful people will lack confidence from time to time. And uh, the average entrepreneur or the less than average entrepreneur will lack confidence often, if not always. Okay, So confidence issues are no strangers to entrepreneurs. Please know that you are not alone. You're not the only person who may feel uncertain about things. And it's kind of ironic um, that many people believe they are the only ones struggling with their fears and the other things associated with lack of confidence. But uh, you know, they come into coaching, and they find out, hey, guess what? Guess what? Even some of the most successful people, most people, honestly, experience this. And uh, that, that that lack of confidence is really lacking in large numbers across the ranks of uh, high achieving executives and, and entrepreneurs everywhere. So when we struggle with confidence we build barriers that keep us from from taking emotional risks that are associated with business growth okay because when we talk about risk in business you know a smart entrepreneur really doesn't put money on the table and risk losing it as much as making the emotional risks okay the business owner will do only what is necessary when they're not willing to take these risks to reach the border of, of their tolerance level, as I call it. It's known as the comfort zone, okay? So if you picture yourself living in that box that people talk about, the edges of the box are as far as you're willing to go right now in your life because what's on the other side is scary and somehow. So we manufacture excuses to stay within the safe confines of that box, that comfort zone, um, yet there there's... A world of possibilities beyond it that we never even really explore, or we dip our toe out there, we explore it a little bit, and we're like, oh, "These waters are freezing, we're going back in." So, please know that that you know really and truly exists in most people, at least at one time or another. So, you know to to combat this to break through those barriers and stretch that comfort zone live in a bigger box if you gotta live in a box um recognize your strengths and success is one thing you can do go ahead and and sit down and look at the things you've you've achieved in your life now it's really common for some reason to diminish the significance of past wins when you're lacking self-confidence so make a list of your success stories no matter how small you think they are and um even date back to your to your childhood. Just look at all the things that show strength and character and, and uh, determination and uh, note the qualities and skills that you had to tap into to achieve the success. And, you know, in my own life, I'll tell you, when I was struggling with this, one of the things that I held back on was uh, my National Emmy Awards. And when I worked at NBC Television, I was part of a team who won a number of Emmys and including national Emmys. I mean, that's huge, you know, but I never told anybody. I never celebrated it. I don't even know if I told my husband, quite honestly, because I wouldn't allow myself to think anything of it because to me it was everyone else's success but mine. Now I know that's crazy now and I embrace that story now and I'm proud of myself for being a a part, you know, a spoke in that wheel. And uh, it's a, it's an exciting thing to me now to say I'm actually an Emmy award winning producer. So go ahead and get everything out there. And another thing you can do is do it your way. You know you can read all the media updates and websites of your your peers and your competitors and people who are doing you know great in business. But don't allow it to bring out feelings of inadequacy or jealousy. Um, You know, when I started my my coaching practice many years ago, I subscribed to the newsletters of all the successful coaches just to see how they did it. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be one of those. But as I struggled and floundered, I I found that it diminished my confidence. Okay, it turned from an education to envy, fear and doubt. So I took myself off those lists and I did it my way. And that was the best decision I could have ever have made for my growing practice. Uh, Next point, I think we have a little bit of time here yet. I've got a couple more points for you. Tell your story. Okay, if you're if you're a new entrepreneur or you're nowhere near where you want to be, uh, one of the ways that you can get to where you want to be is to begin to live it, in spite of where you're at. So join a leads group or another type of organized event that will give you the opportunity to tell people about what you do. So as you hone that pitch and begin to see the positive response, you're going to start gaining confidence. And it's easy to get into a rut sitting behind the computer where your social interaction is limited to social media. So get out there. Nothing beats that eye contact and those heads nodding as you, you talk to people about what you do uh, to give you a real shot of confidence. And the more you talk about your story, the more you're going to embrace it as your truth. Really important to realize that. It's not a lie. It is not a lie. It's your vision. That's what it is. And lastly, as we go into the final couple minutes of today's show, forgive yourself. Okay, forgive yourself of the things you did in the past that you think contributed to a failure or ways that you may have hurt people. Find ways to forgive yourself. If you've hurt other people, then apologies go a long way in letting go of the heaviness and the stress of of that uh, lack of forgiveness within you. We all carry memories of past failures and disappointments. And, you know, these things are actually like little treasures in the classroom of life. Okay. Malcolm Forbes said failure is success if we learn from it. And it's failure if we don't. Right. So review any past failures, quote unquote, and list the things that you learned from these life experiences and and. Journal about how you do things differently and if you haven't learned and you haven't been doing things differently, then journal about how you will and what will change for you. Journal about how you've grown. Release any related negative emotion by acknowledging the positive results that you've garnered from these life experiences that every one of us has. Now, if this task seems insurmountable to you, again, give me a call, explore coaching, find a coach who works for you. It doesn't have to be me. Um, I'll, I will welcome a conversation with you. And if I don't think that I am the coach for you, then I am, I'm going to refer you to other coaches or resources to find the right coach. And I will help you do that because it's important that you, we are a really, really good fit, that you're a great fit with your coach. So, those are my little pearls of wisdom for the day here on Million Dollar Mindset Radio. And uh, again, I look forward to hearing from you. And I I thoroughly embrace your feedback and, and your thoughts and your suggestions for for future articles on Ink And, and uh, tell me about your business, whatever it is. And you can go to my website at marlatabaca.com. And just uh, go to the Connect tab, and you will see a easy, easy way to connect with me. And I personally get back to everyone who does that. Um, well, unless there's some scammer from, you know, whatever. But I do. You'll hear back from me. And so I look forward to that. And go on out there and live your million-dollar mindset. And learn those values and live by those values and create the happiest life you can for yourself because you know what? You deserve it. Marla Tabaka, thanks for joining us today.
0: Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on Toginat. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if